Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Super Deluxe Gamescast. It's Thursday. What is it? June 1st. It's June Final 1st. Fantasy 16 month. It's Pride Month, you bitch. It, well, first and foremost, it's Pride <laughs> Month. Second, Secondarily, it's it's Final Fantasy 16 month. <laughs> Which Pride Month? It's Gamer Pride Month. Ga no, Derek, don't. don't. <laughs> oh, no, shut it down. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll fucking see you later. <laughs> um, But... Yeah, so right off the bat, I just want to say um, uh, happy Pride Month to all of the members of the LGBTQIA plus community, um, uh, and uh, especially the ones who are members of SDGC and our little our little gaming community here. You because we got all... a minimum of three of us. So well, I'm talking. Let's just like people like every like we have, but, but also have everybody tons. that's not part of the cast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have tons who are just in the community and not part of the cast, and just want to let you guys know that you are all loved and you're all valid. And um, don't take any fucking shit from anybody, especially this month, uh, or they'll have to answer to me. And I get ornery when people fuck with people I care about. So don't let anybody fuck with you. Guys, what a fucking month for games this is going to be. This, like, uh, it's, this is honestly, like, if I may take a second. You may take a second. This is going to be the wildest couple of weeks, like, maybe of my life um not only because like okay first off it's pride month right that's great uh we have a couple of massive some of the biggest games of the year launching in the next couple of weeks um two of them within the next week uh it is uh i've got some major stuff at home uh, that i don't want to get into but but you all know about that's happening um, in the next day or two, um, I'm so fucking happy Brit's, for you, dude. <laughs> Brit's birthday is in a couple of days. My birthday is in a couple of days. Um, I got a big cookout at work, and then I fly out to L.A. to hang out with some of you homies. Uh, Hell we got yeah. Invites. What are we doing in L.A., Derek? We're going to that Final Fantasy 16 pre-launch party uh, as <laughs> VIPs, which is yeah. Sick. I'm very very excited about that. Um, and then I get back and then it's my anniversary on the 13th, uh, which fucking is great. Uh, and then not long after that, I am taking Charlotte to her first pride festival because she's That's never been to cool. one. That's um, cool. and then, uh, on top of that, I've recorded my first episode of Castle Bravo for this season three. Um, so we're going to be running them out pretty soon uh which jeff get excited because in a, in a in a couple months you're gonna be on oh shit yeah you're on for the tristar godzilla remember the so, 1998 uh, one with matthew broderick oh i know i know oh you gotta watch that one. Oh, i mean it can't be worse oh, than I, I gotta i gotta pull it out again i got it yeah. right here it's it's queued up it's ready to go do not ask why i have this it, it i almost i almost than... need to have cj on too because it is the simpsons godzilla you know what i mean yeah what, what was the baby godzilla is that the one i watched eric like what 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 the shit you was that called godzilla's again? revenge you watched also godzilla's attack that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I did watch Dinosaurs. It can't be worse than Dino like Dinosaurs is a great almost... show. We're talking about the animatronics, right? No, no, no. Oh, well, I'm talking mama. about the fucking Yeah. You know what I mean. At any rate, I have not seen uh uh Roland Emmerich's Godzilla since 1999. Uh for a very specific reason. Fuck that movie. Um and I will I'm ready. Like, Let's fucking go. That moment when Hank Azaria walks into the walks into the stadium, he's like, "Oh my god." 
this is like where the Knicks shower and stuff. I was like, fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> like, this is, I'm out. I remember so little of this movie. I'm so excited. But, I mean, that's true for many of these. Anyway, this is not Castle Bravo. This is not the Godzilla podcast. Point is, this this three weeks or so is, like, jam-packed with shit. So, happy fucking Pride Month, my good bitch. So, here's here's something fucked up. Here's something fucked up. My parents, who, after, like... 20 plus years of divorce are back together they're coming up to visit me yeah you're divorced on like june, septuagenarian parents are gonna fuck in your house on june 22nd <laughs> isn't that the day like after no that's the day of it's the day of final fantasy 16 yes and at least I you have something to distract you from I will fucking Derek. First of all, shut. They're not staying here, so shut the fuck up. They're they're staying at a hotel. Derek, stop it! <laughs> Jesus Christ! They're staying at a hotel, which is really good because I can't. Finally, these my, these high tech mics are paying off. <laughs> yeah, it's I, the I, worst. I, the I worst ASMR my ever. Five year old parents fucking. Uh, and 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 two. At least, like, the fact that they're staying in a hotel means I can at least, like, safely ignore them when I have to and play Final Fantasy 16. so that's good. Um, I'll be expected to entertain them, of course, so I'm sure they'll come down to my office space here and they'll say, what is this fucking shit? Like, you know, look at all this nerd shit. But, um... John's gonna have the classic decoy John, like, the pillow body <laughs> with the balloon head painted and the two the two halves of a broom for arms. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have the, the soundboard the queued up. The no, blow it's up be decoy. Like Final Fantasy the... Six is the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like that. Um, it's gonna be like that that blow up doll that in uh, Men in Black Two that pops out of the steering wheel. It's I was gonna, gonna say airplane my... because, yo, the, the the one in Men in Black Two is definitely a a reference to airplane, right? Now that I, I think, think so. about it, I think the, so. the co-pilot in airplane. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. No, but but yeah, what a fucking oh hey, happy Pride Month to you too, Grant. Happy Pride Month to you too. Um guys, so uh so we're waiting on our old friend Tom Johnson. Uh he's trying to log in and uh hopefully he can make it. Uh but if not, if not, we're gonna rock with the three of us. It's no big deal. Um we got quite a bit to talk about, uh, because there was some stuff that happened last week that, you know, obviously we weren't you know, we weren't live last week due to a number of reasons. So we have a PlayStation showcase to talk about. We've got some Diablo four to talk about. Uh, Derek, what else is on the, uh, what else is on the agenda tonight? So obviously I'm, I'm like, we're going to start with what we've been playing, but yeah, right. after that we've got, there were a lot of big announcements to talk about at the PlayStation showcase, which I, I feel like a lot of people were really down about. Um, and I have this issue with, I think a lot of like capital G like Jamer expectations when it comes to you you say we're going to be on the same page on this Jamer topic because like people come into these kind of showcase streams wanting to just have their brains blown right out their butts every five minutes. And that's never how these work, right? Go in for two or three fireworks moments, some cool indies that may or may not be your thing, but like people are overly dismissive of cool indie games and they shouldn't be. Um, you know, yep. so I thought it was a decent uh, showcase with some fun stuff to talk about. And, and we're going to talk about that since we didn't get a chance to last week. Then we're going to talk a little bit about, look, this is a very packed month. Uh, obviously, we have, thank you, Dorian. Uh, obviously, we have, god damn it, Dorian, fuck, <laughs> why? 
We have, you know, Street Fighter hitting tomorrow. We have Diablo has already hit er, like the early access for people who who it, uh, bought the digital people version. Who can get in on PS Five. Yeah, not there's some weird well. shit going on on PS Five, but um, Derek, Derek, do you want to tell people how to fix the PS Five issues with Diablo Four if you can't get in? Uh, why don't you explain it? Well, so what you got to do, and I, I fucking, I shit you not, I swear to God, I'm being serious. To get around the message of no valid code found in Diablo 4 on PS5, close the game, go to PSN, download any free game on the PSN store, go back to Diablo 4 and start the game and it will fucking work. I kid you not. It's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> and then obviously, I mean, like most relevant to this podcast is in general is Final Fantasy 16 drops this month. So we got some oh big God. ass releases to talk oh about. Oh my God. Um you know, kind of do a hype check where we at, how do we feel about these games? Cause Ooh. this is some of the biggest games of the year all hitting in. Yeah. Derek, I'll tell you period. how I feel about this. Yeah, I know. I can tell. Um, you fucking hope you change your pants afterwards. Um, but yeah, first off, Oh God damn it. Nintendo. Nintendo not again. Something? Not a, every week. Oh my God. It's everybody. One, two switch. What? <laughs> It's just got stuff. It's real? <laughs> yes. They're just going to drop this shit on June 30th? Derek, Derek, look. So for context, I'm looking at it. For context, Everybody 1-2 Switch is a game we've known quietly existed as a 1-2 Switch like successor for a long time. Wow. And it's, from everything we had heard, it's so bad that Nintendo could not figure out if they even wanted to release it. So it looks like they're just going to throw it out with no fanfare and get what sales they can out of it. Uh, I mean, unless they cleaned it up, maybe. Oh, no. So, you know, so, but that's I mean, so funny. Nintendo, how dare you? Every got the, the, Nintendo fired my ass and now is just determined to fuck with everything I do by interrupting what, every though, podcast. One of my favorite moments, uh, gaming moments of the past 10 years was our first PAX East with Derek? This is before your time. Yeah, with, but I know the um, story well. With uh, with Finn and Maddie, who's no longer on the podcast, but still a friend of ours. Um, they were playing One Two Switch in the fucking hotel room, and they were doing that goddamn game with the Joy Cons where, yeah. where you're milking the yeah, milking the milking the cow with the Joy Cons. You got to do the Finn, hand motion too, Finn. Yeah, and Finn was having a hard time keeping it together. And Maddie just goes, Maddie just like leans in and says, you fucking look me in the eyes while you're milking. And dude, I don't know what it is, but dude, I fucking, I, I, I fucking lost it. Dude. Maddie's a king like, for that shit. Maddie, Maddie is fucking great. Uh, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Out of fucking nowhere. Like the old Nintendo tradition of announcing weird shit, uh, or dropping, dropping shit, uh, while we are, while we are live PM here. Thursday. Fuck us. Anyway. Um, so we got some stuff to talk about. We got some video games to talk about, um, both recently announced and soon to be released. So first off though, let's talk about what we've been playing. And, uh, I want to go to Jeff first. What you been playing, bud? Oh, it's been a struggle. Um, I feel that uh, I've been on a, you know, Christine and I were going to Disneyland in September. So, uh, you know, budget's tight. Um, so I've been digging deep into the that Steam library from when I was stupid and young and bought every game just because it was $2 yeah. on sale with no intention of ever playing it. Um, but yeah, I finished uh, my replay of Breath of the Wild. I think I mentioned last time I was I was playing that just to scratch the Zelda itch. Well, actually, I was waiting on um, Tears of the Kingdom because, again, budgetary issues. And because we have a 
uh, amazing Discord community. Um, we I do. will not reveal the benefactor's name, but someone actually gifted me Tears of the Kingdom because I was. Oh, that's a bit. awesome! Uh, this is probably the third or fourth time that somebody in the Discord community uh, has has purchased a game for me, and I am so bad at taking gifts, and I feel so guilty, and uh, I hate it, but I am eternally grateful. It's it's such a nice gesture. So. Uh, they know who they are. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to wait a little bit just because like I just put 45 hours into Breath of the Wild. I'm going to like take a little bit of time. Um, I want to go in like a little bit soon because I think it'll be I don't want to be burned out, but I think it'll be interesting, especially with like them reusing the map because uh, I have such a bad memory. If I wait like six months, I'm not even going to remember anything. Um, but it'll. Yeah. I think I'll get like a little bit of like, oh, this is like there's some neat either like storytelling here or some cool differences. Um, just having that like a little bit fresh in my brain will be cool. So I finished that. Uh, what I'm playing now, uh, I started Half-Life 2, actually. Yo. Um, have you ever played that before, Jeff? Yeah, so I was going to talk about that. I have a weird relationship with Half-Life. Like, I've I've played PC on and off, but I'd say mostly I've been a PC player uh, most of my life. And I was there when, like, Half-Life and Half-Life 2, like, both came out. I had them on my system, even with the original Half-Life. I had all the physical boxes. I bought them all because I like the colors. Is stupid. I had the orange box, but like not the orange box release. Like the original Half Life, I had even Blue Shift, uh, and then of wow, course I played the shit yeah. out of Counter Strike 1.6. I even played Day of Defeat, which nobody even knows what that is when I tell them about it. Like a really good World War II mod, kind of like Counter Strike. Um, so, anyways, the deal is, I basically played the first five hours of both Half Life games five or six times, and I would just never like. And I enjoyed them, but I, I just would like you're this is like when I was young and I never even started finishing games until the PS3 era. Probably I would just I would just tap out and my, my ADHD would take over and I'm like, oh, new game and, and just ditch them. So a couple years ago, early in COVID, I finally played through Half-Life 1. Absolute fucking masterpiece. Like I just mm, adore yeah. everything about that game. Uh, I'm about five hours in a Half-Life 2 now, so I'm just passing. I just got I just finished Raven home. So this is like where I would have played two okay. years ago. So I'm finally getting into the stuff I've never played before. I You've never made it past Ravenholm? Correct, yeah. Wow. So like obviously very early in the game, right? Um, yeah. That I'm game like, still holds up. I'm a little conflicted. And again, this is like, I can tell, uh, like obviously we all know how influential Half-Life 2 is. Um, visually, it holds up amazing well. The source engine is just magic. Like yep. the textures obviously aren't as crisp as they are today, but like just at a glance, um you know balancing like the performance like just how fucking good it looks like the facial animations and the character models um it holds up really well i i'm a little bit mixed like uh you know everyone knows i'm not big on like hardcore shooters and um the first game gets a little shooter heavy like obviously towards the end when you start finding the commandos or whatever um and the zen which everybody loves the zen levels but uh i think this is like a little bit too action heavy for my taste like the first is escape from the city so you're fighting a lot of the combine um and then yeah like raven home i was just and also i'm playing with a controller this game is not meant to be played with a controller uh i think they patched in some better support with the steam deck release so like it's decent but like you know i i can tell like you're supposed to be making the headshots with your mouse and like the way that the crab heads move and like kind of duck and dodge it doesn't have that aim assist or that like so that that part's a little bit frustrating um so I, I think I'm probably going to stick with it. But yeah, I just I prefer the aesthetic of the first game a little bit more. I I get like I don't know much about like the inspiration for the game. It looks very like uh, I don't want to say like Russian, but like that, like 
Eastern European um, yeah, yeah, aesthetic, right? Looks about. like you're playing a stalker game or something like that. Yeah. Uh, by the um, way, guys, CJ's going to be here in about 10 minutes. So. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, make sure he gets in the call. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I already, I, I'm, already added him. I'm, uh, I'm enjoying it. I, I think I'm going to stick through it. Um, but I needed like a little bit of break uh, in between that stuff. And um, so I actually picked up Star Trek Resurgence, which most likely nobody has even heard of. Yeah. <laughs> You got a blank uh, out of me. I have it's, no fucking idea what that is, Jeff. It's a Telltale style game. Um, I want to give the developer credit here. Uh, oh, never mind. I've heard of that. Uh, okay, right. It you just came. It just came out right. last week, uh, and like I was looking forward to it, but I think it's being just kind of dumped. Uh, yeah. So it's Dramatic Labs. Um, I'm not super familiar with them. Uh, it's basically 20 former Telltale uh, team members from the old Telltale. And um, yeah, it's it's a budget title. It's like thirty nine ninety nine U S dollars. Uh, it's from what I hear, it's about nine to ten hours. But it's it's a classic Telltale game. But it's Star Trek, uh, and it's really cool. I, I'm only played about a couple hours. Um, I was hesitant going in. I think Derek more than anyone will appreciate this. Uh, you know, I, I have a lot of bad luck with games, so I steer clear. Even polished games, I get a lot of bugs. This is apparently one of the worst releases of the year from a technical level. Oh, uh, well, it's that's too small for dude. digital foundry to coverage. So uh, on PC, it is locked to 30 frames per second. The highest resolution natively supported is 1080p, Ooh. which is just like unheard of. And then just add well, all well, the well, other well, like... Well, Jeff, hold on. Yeah. I got a question. This can't be... That's weird. Like the budget for this game can't be like fucking huge, right? No, no, like, no. And so, that's why like I'm going to give it a pass. I'm going to give it a pass. It's 20, like 20 people made it um from what i understand but uh it's fully voice acted too right like it is yep yep like the presentation is very similar to a telltale game it definitely looks like early ps4 gen in terms of the character models which again like isn't a big okay, deal to some people I mean, that's, a, stuff. that's a telltale yeah. game for you you know but uh it's you know we talk it all the time it's nice to just have like a cheap 40 dollar double a tier game um and honestly star trek uh you know i've only started getting into star trek during the pandemic again my game taste kind of shifted from like violence to to different stuff and i think like from a like tv and movie medium um star trek's really filled that void for me i watched discovery strange new worlds i've gone back and i'm watching next generation but like i really appreciate in ways i didn't when i was younger the the kind of ideal version of humanity that it presents in the um you know some great quotes in next generation about like someone's like uh they find some people that were frozen in the past and it's like what do you guys do now uh like where's all your money and stuff they're like oh we've evolved past like material needs like all we do is just spend our day learning things and bettering ourselves and like it's i don't know like that ship when i was young is boring as yeah, hell and i'm like this is really cool it's nice to see optimistic futurism yeah, right exactly uh and i was just ranting in the discord the other day about like i'm so like no no shade to people who enjoy them but like if i see another post-apocalyptic game with neon graffiti and like a modified war car i'm gonna lose my fucking <laughs> mind so yeah. but honestly star trek um we we've talked a lot about like you know star wars <laughs> games have had a rough ride even especially with ea uh like star trek games are like fucking non-existent especially in the the AAA space and it's a great property for a telltale style game because uh, this game has like all the great stuff that a lot of people love about the shows. You've got like high tension situations on the bridge um, when you're playing as the captain and like you have to make a hard decision and people react to that. So it's like balancing, you know, what a Starfleet want with what does your crew want. Uh, and the the voice acting's pretty good. The writing is good. Like Star Trek has a very distinct formal style of, of dialogue a lot of times, but it also has like 
the humor works really well because when they break those kind of like interactions, especially between like officers and commanders and stuff like that. Um, yeah, the game has all that stuff. It's got all like the stupid, the tricorder and the gadgets and things. So like, it's definitely not for anyone who's not a fan of, of Trek, but uh, I think for anyone who's like, you know, reasonably into like some of the shows um, in the series, it's, it's like definitely worth a look. I would just maybe wait a bit to see if it gets polished up, but thankfully um, at least on the PC side, there's a, a community member who already released a mod two days later uh high resolution support uncapped frame rate stuff like that and just um smoothed out the experience overall so yeah i'm i'm enjoying it a lot it's it's a good good game and it's an underdog so i hope it does decently hell awesome. yeah hell yeah john what you been playing bud so um i'm taking a break from tears of the kingdom simply because uh, i'm two dungeons in I'm in no rush to beat. I love, I love the game. I'm in no rush to beat it. This is one of those games that I want to just like go through slowly and savor. Um, and plus, like, there's you know, like, 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 let's face it, right? Like, I'm, I'm in Final Fantasy mode right now. Like, Final Fantasy 16 is coming out. Um, you know, uh, 6.4 just dropped in Final Fantasy 14, so I've been playing that. Um, I just recently, um, and I wanted to finish my Final Fantasy 5 playthrough on Switch, so I did that. Um. Final Fantasy 14, 6.4. Um, so far, I really fucking love where the story has gone. Um, there, This is the first time in the history of Final Fantasy 14 where a, 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 an actual game in the mainline franchise, in this case 4, has, has influenced the main storyline to this degree. Um, to the point where right now the current main antagonist in Final Fantasy fourteen is Golbez uh, from Final Fantasy four. So we've so we've gone to the Red Moon, uh, and Derek, when you set foot on the Red Moon, you hear that old that that moon that lunar music from Final Fantasy four kick in, and uh, I was like, oh, this is fucking great. The fight with Golbez and the sh uh, and the Shadow Dragon is fucking awesome. Um, don't worry, Jeff. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give any spoilers beyond. I'm like no spoilers. No spoilers, Jeff. Um, he doesn't want to hear it anyway. Jeff, put your headphones back on. Put your headphones back on. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna give any actual story. I, I can tell. Well, I already know you fight Golbez now. Like I didn't know that that was that was happening yet. So it's all uh, good. I, it's all good. Uh, no, I thought it was. Uh, have you not played any of the Endwalker post game stuff? Uh, I have, but like, I've just been fighting the other, like, I haven't played 6.4 yet. I'm waiting for 6.5. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, like, yeah, obviously I mean, it's after, leading up to it, but like, it's, it's after all After the four fiends, I thought, I, I, I kind of figured, okay, well, yeah. but, but at any rate, um, no, no story spoilers, uh, but, you know, the way it's going is both, it's how I expected it to go, but there's also some, some neat twists being thrown in there. I, my expectation my expectation is that this current storyline will wrap up in 6.5 and then from 6 and then we will see where 7.0 is going to take us um yes yeah, so i loves to kind of like especially this team they love to defy expectations like um you know mild and walker spoilers like well major spoilers but i won't give it away but like obviously where you think that antagonist and stuff is going heading into Endwalker very early in the expansion, you're like, oh fuck, this is yeah, not no, at all it's, what this it is completely about. turns it yeah. on its head. Yeah, it absolutely <laughs> does. Um, because like you know, when that guy is like the first trial you fight, you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hold on a minute, wait, I thought uh -huh. this was, I, like, I thought he was going to be like at the like, whoa, yeah. Yeah. um, 
But uh, I love the direction 6.4 is taking. I love, Jeff, the glam options are fucking great. I was going to um, say, I haven't played 6.4 yet, but, like, you know, just all the post-Endwalker stuff, I was very, like, I had faith in the team, but um, they've definitely surpassed my expectations. Um, and, and like you said, just this, this game is so good at, like, just paying homage to, like, the, you know, like, four, but not just retreading and, like, redoing it. Like, it's always a new spin on it. Um and like, uh, I, I so, can't so, fucking so, wait to see where 7.0 goes. You've done so, so you've played through 6.3, yeah? Yeah. So I beat the okay. four Arch Fiends. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I, I like to kind of like, cause Derek loves Final Fantasy 4. And I kind of like, I like to tease Derek, like, Derek, if there was ever a time for you to get into Final Fantasy 14, this is it. Yeah. I get because it. But I don't have just play 500, 400 hours. hours yeah. With Diablo and Street Fighter and uh, Final Fantasy 16. Final Fantasy scene on pause, 400 hours into this. <laughs> and then you can get caught up on the, on the. If I just don't play any other video games for the rest of the year, I might get there. Yeah. So, 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 so Derek, like, um, the battles with the four fiends are, uh, fuck it. Like, so like, um, Skarmilione and Kenyatso are just like regular dungeon bosses. And then Barbariccia and Rubicante are trial bosses and the variation they do, like, it is wild, Jeff, how they keep remixing the battle of the four fiends music and make it sound new every time. Like, I know, well, and, when I just played the four pixel remaster, I was like jumping between that and like going back on YouTube and watching like, yeah, the, the fights from from 14 because I was like, holy fuck. Both of these yeah. are so good. The pixel remaster, like the orchestrated soundtrack is so good, but like also like for fuck, they're just it's just too it, good. It, it, Final Fantasy music is uh, a different fucking level. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, it, it really is. Um, And I, I could not be happier with the way that 14. I finally got my fucking blackjack mount, Jeff. Uh, oh my god, the, you finished grinding that out? I did. 4 million MGP. What I did, Jeff, to, to get myself over the last million MGP hurdle was uh, fucking, oh hey, a raid from Anorian. What's up, buddy? Um, so what I did to get myself over the over that last 1 million is I just did uh, Moogle Tombstones of Mendacity. And, uh, and I, dude, I grinded fucking Fist of the Father, uh, one of the Alexander raids. And each, each, you can finish them in like three minutes, and each one gives you two Moogle tombstones. And you need 30 Moogle tombstones to get uh, an MGP platinum <coughs> card, which gives you 50,000 MGP. So for a straight week, I did nothing, and I do mean fucking nothing in video gaming, but run fist of the father over and over yeah and you and want over. me to, to get into this so good okay. the music is really good and i got my fucking blackjack mount i got my fucking blackjack mount it's the legit blackjack it's the fucking blackjack from uh from final fantasy 6 it's all i wanted i was like fuck yeah i'm done and and it, dude i'm so i'm so fucking happy i've got my blackjack mount and i've got my phantom train minion and i'm a happy fucking man i'm fucking happy um Aside from that, you fuck yeah, Derek and John. Uh, aside from that, I, I mean, I've literally just been playing Final Fantasy shit right now. I'm in with yes, sixteen. Uh, with sixteen on the horizon, how can I not be in complete fucking Final Fantasy mode? I just it's, how can I not do it? It's 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 what I expect of you. I'm so fucking guys. Sixteen is coming out this month. I'm so I fucking excited. It will never happen, but if Rebirth somehow did arrive this winter and like in this calendar year, I think John would just ascend. 
I just to, uh, yelled so hard to a higher plane. Freaking out upstairs. Like, <laughs> like I guys, I guys, guys. There's a new fucking Final Fantasy mainline game coming out in three weeks. Like, well, and like the the, shit. the um the fourteen fan fest is in like next month, where they'll show the trailer for seven point and the new expansion. And we're going as fucking VIPs to the goddamn sixteen launch party. Like, what what reality? What reality are we living in right now? This is the year of Final Fantasy, right? Like, yes. Like, dude, Final Fantasy 16 is coming out in three weeks. We, as fucking Square Enix, Square Enix, I can't, I can't even fucking talk. Like, we as Square Enix content creators are, are got VIP invites to the 16 launch party next fucking week, Derek. And yeah. and there's a chance and that fucking there's a chance that fucking rebirth might come out at the end of the year we know fucking final fantasy tactics is coming at some point this year like like holy fucking shit guys i am i'm so fucking happy i'm so fucking happy right now dude like oh what a good fucking time what imagine if we get that ff9 remake announced what's that imagine if we get that ff9 remake announced Oh, you, dude, know, you know it's coming. Brit it was in the Nvidia I, leak. Brit it was in the Nvidia leak. Will ascend when the time comes. So up oh, here's CJ. CJ, dude. Yo, what's CJ, up, man? CJ's in the fucking woods. Guys, guys, hold no, on. I'm from Dagobah. It's Thursday night. I'm, man. Okay. <laughs> man, okay, guys, hold up. For like the the two people who care about this on like who are watching the stream, the Miami Heat are down by about 17 points. I am pissed the fuck off. Um, fuck Denver. Oh, fuck. Oh, anyway, how's it going, guys? It's going. <laughs> it's going. Hey, Way to hit that, like, Final Fantasy Miami Heat fan baseball. crossover audience. CJ, we were just basketball. talking about, um, we were just it's talking baseball. about all the fucking crazy Final Fantasy shit happening this year. Oh, and okay. Oh, my God. Final Fantasy. I heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking weird to see, to, like, to hear CJ be excited about final fantasy i mean like, like kinda but i mean his level of excitement is very different from your level of excitement where like like cj before you john, came on i yelled so loud the excitement john the fucking dogs if you're this hyped up if you're this hyped up for three and a half more hours you need to see a doctor like uh, right, can i can i talk about what i've been playing fuck we're no. at halftime yes. guys we're losing we're at halftime now fuck this you, shit it's never been more over fuck this shit. <laughs> Derek, you so, may speak about what you've been playing as long as it's Final Fantasy related. It's not. Um, well, so yeah. I've Wait, been playing. Derek, you're not playing Final Fantasy VI like everyone else. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I have been playing primarily two things. Um, largely Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom over the last two weeks, which I rolled credits on a few days ago. Um, I'm not anywhere close to 100%ing the game, and I don't fucking plan to because it's a miracle that I played through a big open world game as is. Uh, but this one's special. Zelda's special. This is really fucking good. Um, I'm on record repeatedly, right? Not being a Breath of the Wild guy. Um, not even being a Breath of the Wild they. And Tears of the Kingdom fixed most of what I needed fixed. Um, I'm, I'm more drawn in by the narrative, which is a big deal for me. Um, we get a bit of a more traditional, like, dungeons and like unique bosses in a, in a way that feels more fulfilling uh as opposed to getting these four big robot animals and fuck up a massless shape of you know fake ganons um 
Yeah, just it's good. I love the fusing and building aspects of it. Uh, I love the amount of shit that's in the game that they did not even begin. Like, nobody knew about the depths. There was no word about the depths before launch. Um, and that's an entire what a cool fucking on. surprise too. Yeah, like um, there's there's a lot of shit like it. There's just a lot of stuff that you run into, even if you're coming from the perspective of having played a lot of Breath of the Wild. You will run into things that surprise you. You will run into like encounters. You will run into like parts of the world quests that that seem like things that shouldn't have been done before. Um, and it's also been cool seeing like game developers flip out over shit that's in the game being like, how do they do this? You know, I've seen game developers talking like, you should not be able to make this run on hardware twice as powerful, and here it is going on the Switch, right? The, the the you know, complexity of the physics mechanics and, and everything going on. Um, you know, yeah, it's, it's incredible. Uh, and I had a really good time with it, now I'm done with it, and I don't plan on touching the fucking game again for a really long time because that's how I, I'm, I'm approaching this Zelda like a Zelda game, that took five times as long to beat. Um, the other thing I've been playing is I, you know, I mentioned a while back on one of our previous shows I was playing a lot of Street Fighter Four uh, to get ready for Street Fighter Six. Well, I played a decent bit of Street Fighter Four. I played a little bit at least once through arcade mode as every character. I spent some time in the lab. I got re-familiarized with those mechanics and all the characters and how they worked. Well, I moved on to Street Fighter V. And for the past week or so, I've been playing a, a, a good amount of it. I thought uh, you didn't like Street Fighter V. No, Street Fighter V is actually really good now. Uh, yep. Street Fighter V is a situation where it launched in an abysmal state with next to no content, uh, an extremely anemic roster. Um, you know, but... By the time we hit like a season or two in, things had really started to shape up. Now, Street Fighter V is incredible. Um, you know, I mean, it's it's hampered by the fact that it visually is not a big step up from four. Um, it's it's not quite the like excellence I expect of a Street Fighter for its generation. Um, because like Street Fighter Two is one of the best looking fighting games of its time. Still, uh, Street Fighter Three maybe one of the best looking 2d games ever uh street fighter 4 for the time that it came out is i mean it redefined how good a fighting game could look and then street fighter 5 came out and it was just like kind of a flatter clayer looking street fighter 4 um but it's it's been interesting to play through uh i'm still not a huge fan of the whole v system the v skills v triggers uh v reversal stuff like that but (laughs) You know, it, it was an interesting way to, like, there's other ways they could have added, I don't know, I, I didn't like the V system much, but I do like the variety of characters. I like that Street Fighter Five is less Shoto heavy than Four. Four had so many Ryus, so goddamn many Ryus, right? Um, so, it's been interesting to see how a lot of characters changed between Four and Five. Um, I only played a little bit of the pre-release demo for Six, only enough to like kind of get a feel for it before it comes out. Uh, but I'm really excited to tear into it, you know, sometime early next week and, and, and see how things have come. I'm, I'm so excited. I mean, street fighters always been, are you going to be playing favorite. it at midnight tonight, Derek? 
No, uh, it's gonna be a birthday gift to me, so I do have to wait till Monday. But that's okay because I'm gonna Aww. be so I'm gonna be super busy the next few days. I wouldn't really have time to play any video games. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for six, and it's been fun because like everyone said that Capcom's new like RE engine, right? People have had these f- fake expectations of what that engine can do. Like it was used on the Resident Evil games, and people are like, okay, well people were making up on Twitter that like the RE engine can't do big open environments, right? It can't do outdoors. It can't do this kind of stuff. And then they made double may cry and they made monster hunter rise and people were like, okay, well, but there's no way you're going to do street fighter or something like a fighting game in the RE engine, which is like, I don't know why you're fucking saying this. Uh, you shouldn't doubt Capcom, but like street fighter looks great. And every time they reveal a character that, you know, is from an older game, they look incredible. And there's an excitement around six that didn't exist for five because five launched in such a rough state. Is this the highest reviewed Street Fighter game, Derek? Uh, Four has got to be close. Four was in the 90s. It's hard to say. The problem is Street Fighter has a history of excellence, right? And uh, Street Fighter five is the one that broke the mold, right? Two was is one of the best selling video games ever made of all time. Also one of the greatest video games of yeah, all the time. The Alpha series is widely beloved, right? Street Fighter Three flopped at the time, but has retroactively become understood to be like Third Strike is one of the best fighting games ever made. One day I'll get um, Rival Schools back. Rival Schools is just going to become part of Street Fighter. That's what's happening, <laughs> um, especially with Akira showing up at the end of Street Fighter Five, like. You're just going to see Rival School's characters make it into Street Fighter 6. Probably. Um, which is fine, because that's cool. Street Fighter's growing to absorb, like, Final Fight and Rival Schools and stuff that's tonally can work in, and that works. It's great. So, Derek, Derek, I, Derek, I got a question for you. Yeah. I got a question for you. Yeah. If Street Fighter 6 um, blows up, which, given it Capcom's will. It's, trajectory... It's in the process of doing it. Yeah. Like, it, I have no doubt that it will. Could we see... Oh, Britt, what's up? Um, why is Britain chat not on the podcast? Um, she, she asked, she's with added, family. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. She's with family. Never mind. She's, she literally, she's, no, she's, she's in, she's in the, the discord, like, in, in oh, then add her to the call. Yeah. I don't know. How do I add her? Oh, I'll add her. John, I'm, wearing, I'm, I'm wearing my Simpsons baseball shirt. So hold on. I'm going to add her right now. Look, look, but, dude, so, it's, so it's Derek, what do you think <laughs> if this, if this blows up the way that we are confident it will, what are the odds that we get like, another franchise revival like a franchise revival like uh um d- like um dark stalkers dark stalkers or fucking what's the other uh capcom crossover game that's not marvel's capcom like what was the one on the wii they had a huge? couple they had tatsunoko versus capcom that's that was sick. the one they had yeah, snk yeah. versus capcom and capcom versus snk those exist um, like via like i think uh like compilations i don't know like they, they're still much. circulating yeah here's what's gonna Brit, happen Brit, i added you to the call if you want to hop in Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to be super realistic about this, right? If Street Fighter 6 blows up, um, then what's going to happen is Capcom is going to, I think, believe that they have room for a second fighting game uh, if they can keep things rolling. Because other companies have done it. You know, Namco has supported multiple before, right? Arc System Works has supported multiple. Capcom can do it. Capcom's done it in the past, but they're only going to want one more. They don't want to oversaturate the market because they know that killed them at a certain point. It could be Darkstalkers. I would not be... I would be surprised if it was Darkstalkers, but 
if it's anything getting revived, it's Darkstalkers. It's like, not well, I was going to say, because like Marvel versus Capcom is done, right? Like that's not yeah, coming back. The, the, the Marvel versus, like, here's my thing. I think it would be a Capcom versus game, right? It would just be oh, a yeah. Capcom crossover fighter. I'd be fighter down with that, dude. Because <laughs> it won't be Rival Schools, because again, Rival Schools is getting absorbed into Street Fighter. Like, more and more, it's become so clear that the future of Final Fight and Rival Schools is through Street Fighter. Um, but I think Capcom wants to keep the tradition of the Versus series alive because the history of the Versus series, going all the way back like to X-Men versus Street Fighter and really earlier with Darkstalkers because Darkstalkers is the gameplay origin of the Versus series. The Versus series played like Darkstalkers did. Um, and that's why I think it's it's one or the other, right? Um, is, is they'll want a fighting game that plays very different from Street Fighter. Um, but I think it would be a Capcom versus game because they want to keep the the spirit and the hype of like Marvel versus Capcom alive but they can't be fucking with that Marvel license anymore. It was, it was Marvel's involvement was not good for Marvel versus Capcom infinite. Um, Marvel's involvement is too restrictive and it's too restrictive. Like in terms of licensing, they can only keep the games on sale for X period of time, which is not healthy. Um, it means Marvel has to get involved with, you know, like the Capcom pro tour, which is too much hassle, but Marvel versus Capcom. This is Capcom versus Capcom where they get to pick both teams. Like, yeah, that's huge. Um, I would. I think that dude, could happen. I would. I would eat that fucking shit. Up. I think that's really realistic because also the one person that was stopping that from happening was Yoshinori Ono, who was the head of the fighting game division until and that he motherfucker was promoted and left. He is. Long. So fuck him, by the way. Well, I've heard he's a bit of a jackass. I haven't heard he's like problematic. But no, dude. Apparently, he was pretty. Oh, was he? He uh, was pretty bad. All right. Yeah. Well, I heard he was a bit of a jackass, and I know he was very stubborn and, and not... Anyway, we're not going to get into that too much. Um, but I think that's that's likely. Uh, I don't know... I, I could see more re-releases, right? Things like Power Stone getting re-releases. That, I mean, we already know, know that, that... We already know a Power Stone something is coming based on that Capcom leak, but... Yeah, but uh, but yes, that's that's what I think is going to happen. I think I think Street Fighter will blow up, and I think you're going to see like a Capcom versus game, something that plays closer to the gameplay history of the versus series that leans into all these Capcom franchises that are not getting represented right now. And there's probably going to be a like five or six Darkstalkers characters in it as a mea culpa for the fact that there's not a new Darkstalkers. So, you know. And probably very few street. You, you'll have some Street Fighter characters because you have to, but like they got a whole other Street Fighter going on, so they're fine. Also, also hard money. Um, if Street Fighter Six blows up, Namco will eventually revive Tekken versus Street Fighter. I was gonna. I was, That's gonna I was happen. thinking about that. That's Tekken's gonna happen out this year too, right? Tekken Eight. Tekken Eight does. That's gonna be a while, right? Because yeah. they're gonna work on Tekken. But I would not be surprised if the Tekken team does not, or, or even maybe like the Soul Calibur team, right? The B team. Somebody who works at Cap or at Namco, one of these 3D fighting game teams is going to go, okay, Street Fighter's hot again. Let's revive that crossover we canceled. Oh, so. fuck yeah. Bring back I'd Pac-Man and a mech. Yeah. I'd see fucking Bloody Roar come back, man. Uh, never happen. I know. I don't know, but, Konami. Oh. Maybe Konami wants Dude, it on this fighting yes, game business. With the, piss, with the pissing in the in the, in the that's farm. primal rage. No, you're that's thinking, primal rage. Sorry, no, no that's no, better. You're thinking, who owns primal rage? Of, um, that's Atari, isn't it? Atari's coming back. I'm pretty sure that's Atari. My fighting game Valor, I guess a genre I don't play. Maybe it's, I'm remorse is saying Midway. 
So anyway. do we want so do we want to go ahead and jump into the PlayStation showcase? What is CJ playing? Oh no, it's CJ, fine. yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. Go ahead, John. Your your PlayStation showcase is more important than the one minority uh voice you no, have. See, fuck you, CJ. What are you even playing? I'm, and I'm wearing a baseball shirt too, so you might as well call me like whatever. So anyway, I okay, really quickly, really quickly, because I wasn't on last week when embargo broke. Guess which one of us got to play Final Fantasy 16 for about five hours? I'll give Fucking you a incredible. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Um, it's good. And uh, I remember Jeff being an asshole saying that, oh, if CJ said it's good, then it's pro- I'm probably not going to dig it. <laughs> Fuck you. I hope, I hope you don't like it. No, anyway, it's um, it's it's interesting. I wrote about I wrote a preview over at Game Critics. Um, go check it out. Which, which but, you should go check out because CJ's a phenomenal writer. Um, so the, the short of it, it's good. I, I it, Square's doing something really interesting where like they're making a really accessible like action game as opposed to like a straightforward RPG. There's still a lot of like, you know, leveling up and like experience points and like towns and like um, side quests, talking to different characters, party member, all this stuff, right? That makes up like a JRPG with, you know, the combat of like a, a PS2 action game, which, you know, owing to like the fact that the combat director is the same one from uh, Double May Cry 5, which is... I think for my money, the, the best character action game we've had in like the last decade. For sure. The last 10 years. I, the last 10 years, I, I I can't go back to anything like anything else. Um, so it's good. I love the atmosphere. I like how dark and brooding it is. Reminds me a lot of stuff like, you know, Berserk or Dark Souls or Game of Thrones, where um, it's the idea that like if these like disgusting, vile like monsters in the swamp won't kill you, the 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 backstabbing like uh, you know politicians will will do it for you and i really like yeah. that they they commit the entire thing without spoiling too much of the story it feels a lot like conan the barbarian or the northman where it's like um it's like this big revenge tale that's angry and and gross and um violent yeah, it's yeah you really said the northman so i'm activated yeah it's yeah Clive, like his okay his arc is very similar to a lot of these characters who like you know oh look they were they they're born into something they they get knocked off and then now they have to like go and 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 fight back in like this really over the top and violent way it, it i wasn't expecting it to be as violent as it was um it looked incredible i played on P- i played a a preview build so obviously you know things will change when when the full game is released but i i love the way it looked i love the way it played the the oh my god the battle theme like the battle themes are great yeah the, the classic victory theme is now like this really epic like you know, um, chorus it's like a, it's like sings, a chorus. It's oh like my a... gosh, it's so good. That's the thing too. It's like they did a great job. It's it's similar to like when you when you first boot up like Kingdom Hearts one or two, and then you see all the Final Fantasy stuff thrown in. It's this is that same thing where it's like it doesn't look like Final Fantasy until you see something Final Fantasy related. So it's like it's this incredibly violent game, but then someone's riding a chocobo. It's this great, like, um, what, this great clash. CJ, if I could interject for a minute, <clears throat> uh, I talked to somebody who played it, and they said. They said it doesn't play like Final Fantasy traditionally, but it absolutely feels like Final Fantasy. It feels like Final Fantasy the same way that like 15 felt like Final Fantasy, right? Yeah. They, it's like a really bizarre like combat system, but it but it, it still fits within the mold of what Final Fantasy is, right? There's a lot of DNA of the 7 remake too, where it's like all the action bits from the 7 remake, all that the, all the flash and everything like that, it's yeah. still there. You're, it's just ditching a menu completely. Right. You're no longer um overcumbered by like selecting like different attacks or different like um you know tactics. It's all hotkeyed to to something where you're, you know, Clive will throw like a fireball or something, or he'll dash or whatever, rather than s- sitting there and like picking some picking it from a menu, 
right? So it works. So someone like me who isn't used to like a lot of um traditional JRPGs or that weird mix, I never I don't like ATV stuff. I don't like feel like I, I have to like wait to attack, right? I this do. is just straight, yeah, I know. This is straight up like <laughs> what I wanted, right? Just a very straightforward action game that feels ripped out of a, like in uh, the PS2 era. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm very excited. It's like that that perfect mix. Something like Yakuza or Devil May Cry, where it's like this very serious, um, gorgeous, over-the-top thing with combat ripped straight out of like an arcade game. So I'm 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 looking forward to it. Which is, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to a Final Fantasy game at launch, which is very funny. Um, yes. So I, oh, and quick, quick aside, I played yes. a bit of like the open-ended stuff. Um, gorgeous too. Reminded me a lot of like, I don't know if you guys remember Shadow of Mordor at the second area. Yeah. It's all green and oh, yeah. everything. Um, it, it, I, a lot of those vibes, right? Same dark energy, same sort of like, you know, all this great high and dark fantasy stuff, but like now expanded into this open world, you get more party members, all this stuff. Uh, I liked it a lot. So... That was just six hours. I guess you guys, you guys told me what it's like a forty-hour game. Like that's what they confirm more or less. So, something like the 35, 40 hours, um, which is which is pretty standard for modern day Final right, Fantasy. Right, right. So I, I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, I just played like I, I I played enough where I'm like this is great, but I'm but also played I didn't play enough where I felt like I saw everything or I saw what could be everything. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Like it's cool. Like it's cool that I will not only play a Final Fantasy game at launch, I'll potentially play it. Um, before everyone else, so I'll be able to form some sort well, of opinion. I mean, me, Derek, Finn, and Britt will be playing it next weekend. Maybe you guys will play that same demo. You guys will do like we, that same. I I would yeah. imagine we CJ probably played will. it first. I would I would also imagine that after the um after the launch party is when the demo is going to drop. Right, um, right. So maybe maybe it'll probably be like some like truncated version of what what we what prob- we got. Right, probably. Maybe it'll do so, like so. A, from from what I was told, CJ, the demo is like the first two hours of the game, and your progress so carries. I, and progress, and your progress like carries over. So oh, I played five hours from the start of the game. So it's probably okay. it's gonna be so it's gonna be that same thing. Really right. quickly before we move on to the because I, I I know I've been talking too much. And I got here late. No, you're um, good, dude. Played a little bit of Tears of the Kingdom. Um, yeah, your resident Breath of the Wild hater. Got it um could not put that much time into it because i've been so busy i like it a lot already it clicks there's something in there that I, I i see it right i i see what it is i see what potential there is i just ha- can't sit in front of my tv yet to like fully enjoy it and it's hard for me to look at it on like my my switch and handheld just because it's massive i'm already getting overwhelmed so i'm pausing that to to play um what was it oh to, i'm 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 re- um starting up my dragon quest 11 playthrough again yes yeah because i i got i i stopped at a great part where like after a boss fight and i know that the game's really good about explaining everything that happened up until that point you're at great i'm in yeah. i beat what's her name dora and gray whatever like dora and gray so glad yeah. big uh the big doll I'm so glad so, that we've Dragon Quest pilled CJ. No, no, man. I again, I can't. Oh, look. Speaking of, look at. This. Oh my God. Look at this. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like I'm not going to be Dragon Quest, but look at these Dragon Ball manga. I yeah, got. of course. Yeah. Bro, Toriyama. Speaking of, I am I am stunned that Derek has not mentioned a new Dragon Quest Monsters is coming. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's you know one game announcement, that, but uh, yeah, I'm and, excited. And, and we're getting a, and we're getting a, another like Dragon Quest spinoff this year. We got what is it? we got Treasures last year. Treasures oh, last man. year, and we're getting the uh, the 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 anime adaptation. This Which year. CJ, you did the review for us. You really enjoyed Treasures. Oh, I love Treasures. Treasures is great. Tre- and again, it it's it's directly related to um, Eleven since it's a prequel. Love yeah. that game. That's why I, I want to get back into Eleven. I I absolutely adored it. I just had to stop for a bit. And also, 
uh yesterday review submitted i'm waiting for for edits i played a lot of lego 2k drive but derek man this shit fucking rules yeah this shit rules maybe <laughs> like top three racing games of the generation top four like oh. in that it's in that like sphere it's so goddamn good my cousin and i play he, i think he he managed to finish it before me one of those things where we were just ta- constantly talking about it so much fun um look for look for that review but great just great 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 racing game i i I think you would love it i think you would genuinely enjoy it it's gonna go on sale soon i doubt it did that well (laughs) i doubt it did that well i'll get it on steam sale for 20 bucks or 30 bucks and like oh my gosh oh my god nothing beats driving like a lego mclaren oh (laughs) so did we um did we want to go ahead and jump into the PlayStation Showcase? So here's the deal: we've already spent a lot of time in the accidentally talking about like Street Fighter Five. Oh shit, we're or Street Fighter Six almost already. I know, what the fuck? and well, because we spent a lot of time talking about Street Fighter Six, and we spent a lot of time talking about Final Fantasy Sixteen, two of our As it big should be. upcoming games. The Let's take a moment. By Fourteen points. Uh, yeah. Quarter three. Let's take a moment to talk about um, about Diablo. And then maybe finish off with the PlayStation Show. Okay, that's fine. We can do like I can if I can make a suggestion. What we can just do is like pick out our favorite stuff from the PlayStation Showcase. That's what we're gonna do. We're just gonna talk about the highlights. If we have time, because there was a lot at that showcase, and like we're gonna care about certain things specifically. So, but uh, but yeah, Diablo Four is out in the wild. People are already playing it uh, because I guess purchasing or pre-ordering the like fucking deluxe and turbo nerd editions gets you a few and days early access embargo embargo if, drops if you can recently. if you can get in because apparently the servers are being slammed right right now. i mean that's just a thing to be expected right yeah. um but i mean is here's the thing this is complicated right because we were all right like content creators media everybody's real hard on that fuck activision blizzard train i'm on it right hey and and here's the thing none of us are off it right like fuck activision blizzard fuck bobby kotick fuck mikey barra it's it's been said right but it's been interesting to see the sheer number of people right even people who are usually really good about this stuff pick up diablo 4 or play like the open betas and go holy shit holy shit there's there's some game here you know, it, it, there's a level of excitement around this that has not existed for Diablo, in, or really for Blizzard, I feel like, in a long in a, time. I would say, dude, a fucking decade. Like, right, like, MW2 and Overwatch 2 didn't break the internet or, like, cause this much of a stir in, like, conversation as much as uh, right. something like Diablo 4. Well, part of this is Diablo is, is this, Diablo is a, a tricky situation, right? Because the franchise that dates back to the 90s on PC, the first and second, excuse me, are some of the most beloved games of all time. And then Diablo three is this really infamous, like mixed bag that people still are very sour over. And in a lot of ways, Diablo three is seen as like indicative of the drop in quality in blizzard overall. It's like the beginning of the death knell for blizzard. Cheaters just ruin that fucking game. I don't know. See, I I still enjoyed Diablo three, but like I get it. it. It did not feel the same way that Diablo one and two it did and there's been a lot of cynicism around whether blizzard could ever refine that magic right world of warcraft's gonna keep being world of warcraft keep going through cycles of good and and mediocre but it's gonna keep being wow 
Overwatch has been on a downswing for a long time. Starcraft. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> Starcraft. Hey, you know, real fun how they fucking canceled the uh, the the story content. That's the only reason people, you know, accept. Oh, that's the only reason that it, 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 it exists. It justified its existence. That's yeah. the only reason there was a two behind. The hey name. guys, <laughs> hey guys, we we turned it free to play and uh, dropped one character from each team. Um, ta-da! But. But, you know, Overwatch had this explosive beginning, but really petered out. So, you know, I don't think people expected Diablo 4 to come in as hard as it did, especially a game that's largely been been finished up right under work from home conditions, um, you know, which which comes with some challenges. So, you know, it's turned out to be really fucking good. But. Like it's is made worse because not only do we have that bullshit with Overwatch recently, but like, God, um, fucking who was it that put out that bullshit fluff piece about Bobby Kotick? Oh, that was um, oh fuck, which I, outlet, Derek? Was that? I'm glad you brought this up because I was gonna say I was gonna mention this, guys. You don't have to interview Bobby Kotick. You fucking don't. No, because like, we don't have people who know about video games right for the major uh publication. it was variety it was variety it's fucking variety bro yeah that's the, everybody knows i'm not against unions is. he fucking yeah. sucks you don't need to and he basically came and said there is no uh harassment problem there's no harassment culture activision blizzard, blizzard. and also uh actually it's a conspiracy uh by the unions to destroy corporate america didn't he like, try to have somebody fucking killed or something uh, he like, threatened he threatened his assistant uh to, to kill them yes uh also his uh details are in jeffrey epstein's little black book uh oh, that yeah. that can never be uh bypassed that that bobby kotick's information is in jeffrey epstein's little black book so if you perhaps listener might hear that fact and you know decide for yourself that maybe that means Bobby Kotick is a pedophile. I think that's a conclusion you could be allowed to make from that particular piece of evidence, but cannot be proven. Um, anyway, Bobby Kotick sucks shit. Uh, and here. Mikey Barris. Oh, hey, Brit. Oh, Brit. Oh, hey. I show. It's Bart. You can barely see him. It's almost. It's almost Bart. Brit. Happy early birthday. Oh, I see Bart. Okay. Yeah, happy early birthday, Brit. You. Yeah, but but I yeah, and then no makeup on, and I'm at my room. and you're you still gorgeous, wonderful. So, um, Thank you. yeah, All but right, yeah, so, so IGN and The Verge, I both saw, I saw from both of them, and I'm sure others have have done incredible articles almost around the same time about the, um, you know, Activision Blizzard has actually found a ton of like incidents okay. of harassment they verified you know it's it's anyway all over the place it's very funny for coaches to come out and be like there's no problem while quietly his company's like yeah we found a lot of problems but like let's bury this with a variety puff piece um and it's hard but also there are really good folks working at activision blizzard right especially the blizzard side like a lot of a lot of really garbage people got kicked out and a lot of really good people filtered in um, and I'm seeing a lot of even Blizzard like devs who are pretty openly like, hey, man, like just remember, a lot of us are doing this shit in spite of awful management. So like, yeah, it's it's I messy. And I think in the end, I this is hard because Diablo is maybe my most anticipated game of the year. Right. That's a thing I've not been comfortable saying out loud much because fuck Activision Blizzard. Right. Fuck the leadership of this company. But at the same time. 
like this is not a clear cut issue, right? There are, there are good folks who worked on these games who want their work to be seen and enjoyed. Right. And there are also garbage fucking people running this company. Right. I mean, we can't get over the fucking cubicle crawls and the one lady getting her fucking breast milk stolen out of the fridge, which is the most Jesus Christ. What the fuck thing I've ever heard. Um, Basically the same situation as Ubisoft, right? Do you not know about that, John? Yes, you do. There's no way. Come on, man. Yeah, that was one of the most, like, uh, absurd pieces that came out of. So as a woman who had recently given birth and was, you know, pumping at work so she could, you know, she could feed her child and her breast milk got stolen out of the fridge. And I will let you. Was she also being watched? Wasn't she what? Wasn't she also being watched? Can you hear me? That's yeah, I can hear you. Um, it's uh, that's Probably. possible. Um, well, but anyway, I mean, yeah. So there's there's some shit now. Great. Again, a lot of these people were found and filtered out. There's still more. Uh, and of course, the worst ones are Mikey Barra and and uh, Bobby Kotick, who are in the upper echelons of the company. So, you know, that's like I, I think what it boils down to is I don't know that I want to like heavily promote the game. Uh, you know, I don't, I would not accept the review code. I don't plan on streaming it. You know, I don't plan on talking much about it. I will buy and enjoy it. Um, but like, I think ultimately this is, this is just a situation where people need to do what feels right to them. Cause this is not a right answer. You know, if boycotts were going to work, the fucking wizard game right. wouldn't have sold, you know, I, I guess. So do what makes you feel right. You're not going to hell because you bought Diablo four. I want to ask why somebody stole that, but you know exactly goddamn why some man stole that breast milk. Do not fucking lie to me. You know exactly goddamn why. Boy, oh boy, was that a fucking thing I learned today? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like, I, you know, like I, when it comes to boycotts, like, you know, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Like, I'm, I will never begrudge anyone for boycotting a company on principle. I, 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 I just won't. Um, especially a company like Activision Blizzard or Ubisoft. That being said, if, you know, if we were going to, if we were going to boycott everything, everything we love that might have something problematic about it, then, then we wouldn't have anything. So uh, you, Hey, you're in I'm, my situation. I'm proud Congrats. Of yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of people. Uh, you, you are objectively going to hell in Diablo four, probably true betting an act. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Um, I can see that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so the point is like, if I see people who are choosing to boycott Diablo four because they're pissed about Activision blizzard stuff, like I'm fucking proud of you. Go for it. Keep it up. Like, Absolutely. That shit rules. If you're it's, somebody, it's not at the top of my buy list. I'll tell you that much. If you're somebody who has a deep affection for these games and you're going to buy it, like, and you know the shit that's wrong with the company, but you're buying it, you know, and, and like, you also understand like, Hey, like the, you know, there are developers and artists and people who worked hard on this game and, and, you know, I'm doing this for them. Well, it's like Brit, right? Like, like, like Brit is Brit is someone who world of Warcraft means a lot to, Yeah, you know, and, and, you know, I would, and, and, you know, I would never, ever expect or or even want Brit to boycott well, World of Warcraft because it just it because it's such a fun, a, a foundational part of of of, of like you know it, it's it's just I, I don't know Brit if you want to speak on that but 
but uh, I, I would never expect that from you, nor would yeah. I, nor would I want you to do that. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So what I will say is that I have never once told people to play. I've never once boasted about it on my Twitter page. Um, you know, I feel uncomfortable even talking about that the game. Um, but you know, I know deep down that I know the issues. You know, I bo- I boycotted them for. You know, after the initial news broke, I immediately unsubscribed. And I was unsubscribed for, I want to say, like six months. Um, I came back for the expansion because, um, it just, to me, it just felt like it was the right thing to do based on uh, my losses and what had happened. Um, however, like, even knowing my situation, even even with how heavily I feel against sports, blizzard Activision. like i don't feel comfortable telling people that i'm playing the game um and it's not because i'm ashamed um it's just because you know people are going to judge me and they have every right to do that based on you know the track record in history mm-hmm. um and they're not going to know my reasons for indulging in um you know world of warcraft um you know it's been a huge creative outlet for me it's been a huge um, time sync for me where I can just, you know, aimlessly just jump in, like, you know, do something. And Overwatch has been kind of thing for me. Um, however, the, me enjoying these things does not take away from how I feel about Blizzard, Activision Blizzard as a whole. Like, for instance, I was playing Overwatch on Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Um, and you know, there's these cool new skins, like new highlight intros and all this stuff. And it's like, but you have to pay for it. And you know, after they canceled the PVE, I was like, I don't want to fucking buy this shit. Like I, I specifically don't want to support this kind of company. Like, and it's, it, it's not just because like, it's, you know, Activision, Activision Blizzard, which is a completely reasonable way to not, um, reason to not support the company and buy things but mine was just because of how shitty they were about rolling out overwatch 2 in the sense that overwatch 1 was completely shut down uh so overwatch 2 could succeed with pve and you know all these new maps and characters and you know they were going to do so much and then they just announced that they're not going to do PVE anymore. So they're that, not going to do I, player content. I'm still just over the fucking It's like, pretty frustrating. Yeah. So it, it is frustrating. It's it like it, that fact itself is very frustrating. The thing that makes me fucking rage is the fact that they knew this before they fucking launched Overwatch 2. Yep. Like they made this decision to shut down overwatch one which essentially what overwatch 2 is um to make overwatch 2 for pve they fucking did the the announcement trailer as pve they did content at uh blizzcon as pve you know they showed that shit there are people who worked on this for four fucking years they actively lied to people yeah they at a certain point they did yeah everybody they weren't at first but at a certain point they did fan base like yeah, exactly. Uh, so, you know, there's 
that's what's hard about this whole situation, right? Is it's like there are people who put their time and energy into this company only for higher execs to be like, mm, no, that's not important. You know, what like essentially what Overwatch 2 was was taking out loot boxes and putting in a battle pass um, and changing up the currency system. And they knew that from the fucking beginning, but they didn't want to say that because they knew people would bitch bitch a fit, bitch a fit about all bitch this. Fit. They're going to bitch a, bitch a fit, fit about that shit. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So mad about this. And I'm also a little tipsy. So they knew that people were going to throw a fucking fit about <laughs> the new Battle Pass update. So they didn't, they specifically, you know, held off and telling it and you know what it's like and so many people have said this like and now they have this pride month thing going on where you can get pride banners and you know pride stuff and it all just feels like fluff like weightless corporate i thought i read that the overwatch stuff is also like, opt-in as in like people can opt in, like not to see the pride I shit. wouldn't be fucking surprised. I would. I would Wait, what? Honestly, I don't keep. I, I I've read a couple shit. of tweets about like, that. It could be bullshit, but that's what I've read. That it's an opt-in thing, or it's going to be an opt-in thing. I don't know if it's launched. I uninstalled Overwatch too. I, after the PVE stuff, I was like, I'm good. Um, but you know, but yeah, there's shady shit going on Blizzard. But here's the thing, like Brit, and this is I think a key difference, right? Is you have played World of Warcraft and Overwatch 2, and I have played Overwatch 2, and I'm going to play Diablo 4, like, not in ignorance of the issues at, at Activision Blizzard or in rejection right. of them. In fact, we use our platform to talk about what's going on at these companies, right? So, like, right. that's, you know, that's that's a big difference from people who just wanted to turn their eyes away from problems and go, oh, but this company or this corporate ip is my favorite so nothing can be going wrong like never cape for a corporation i feel like not mentioning that i do these things is also like i should talk about how i'm doing these things and playing these games while also you know being critical of activision blizzard um and and their choices but it's just like you know, there were so many people on Twitter in, involved in the Activision Blizzard, um, you know, discourse sphere on Twitter that are just employees of the company. And they're genuinely trying to make Activision Blizzard a better company. Um, and not to say that we should forgive everything Activision Blizzard does because of it, but it's just like, it sucks. Genuinely good people who want to do these things. Um, and we we basically just kind of have to, you know, we have to make the decision, right? Like, yeah, people are going to work out their feelings, but like there, there ends up not being a wrong answer other than to pretend the problems don't exist. That's the wrong answer. Right. No, that's a great way to put it. And I also think there's difference. There's different levels of sin here, right? Because like Activision Blizzard is the problem. If the problem is Activision Blizzard, Activision Blizzard is a corporation made up of hundreds of people, Right most of whom are great people, a small handful, especially at the top, suck total shit. And and oftentimes that's Absolutely. the makeup of a corporation. Um, but like that's just different from a situation like the fucking wizard game where like 
if the problem's Bobby Kotick, there's a world where Activision Blizzard exists without Bobby Kotick, and Bobby Kotick no longer gets a dollar from this stuff. That can never be true when it comes to Jowling, Cowling, Rowling, right? Joanne is going to get her fucking yeah. dollar from all the wizard merchandise. So Joanne is going to get her dollar. And, you know, the thing that's really disappointing is I know, Derek, you especially were holding out hope that the, you know, Xbox um, absolving Activision Blizzard would like, help a lot of shit yeah. coming out. Um, and it's just, it's looking grim, you know, for Xbox and for the future of Activision Blizzard. Um, especially if they continue to just be corporate greedy fucks who just don't care about content, want to release old shit and slap a battle pass on it. You know, like at least Fortnite every season gives you new content, new weapons, new characters. Like it gives you something to keep going back for. And that's what I'm not seeing from the Overwatch pass is like, yeah, yeah you walk, offer exclusive skins and like, Brit's going off um, and I'm here for it. Yeah, she is. Yeah, no, yeah, like you offer exclusive skins and, you know, sprays and like all this sh- voice lines, whatever. But it's like, it's all just stuff that you can equip, right? It's not like, you know, every season Fortnite changes, they change something, you know, this place isn't there anymore or they change up the map and it's like here overwatch 2 is just feeding us the same shit from overwatch 1 and slapping a battle pass on it that's all overwatch 2 is blizzcon's gonna be rough this year huh (laughs) so that's what's frustrating right it's like like even though we have all these grievances overwatch 2 is still doing well diablo diablo 4 is going to do well um just least, because the beta like has been yeah. so good. At least you know? Diablo 4 like, sounds like it was it a solid product. Company succeed. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's, that was just like all my pieces I wanted to say is like corporate greed fucking sucks. You know, we're in that same position that we were when this whole shit came out. Um, and, you know, it's just like, all you can do if you're going to buy this piece of media is to be aware of what you're supporting and make sure you are um, campaigning for the right people um, and not specifically a um, company or a franchise just because you love it so much. Like you don't, you don't have to defend capitalism. You don't have to defend big corporations. If you like something and you like playing it, that's, that's a you thing, right? That's not a corporation thing. Um, So own that, own that. If you like something, it's okay to like stuff. Um, It's okay to play stuff that you like and that makes you feel good. Just make sure you're aware. And um, yeah, that's basically all I have to say about that. Be part of the fight. Brit. I love uh, you went off bless happy early birthday i'm sorry i'm sorry no hell yeah (laughs) bring the fire bring it we're just glad we're we're, we're just glad you showed up for that john i am at the john and jeff i'm at and derek i'm at the end of final fantasy 4 i think um i just got off the moon and i think i'm at the last part of the game yeah you're you're rolling in yeah you're real close yeah yeah you not think I would um, want to know that? So, yeah, I'm there. Me. I will. No. I will. I will have a um a, a Final game. Fantasy when we get to 16's launch party. 
Yeah, and then we get to 16, and I also get to catch up on 14, because it's all full of, like, 14, I mean, four, four lore, stuff, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, now, when you catch up yeah. to 6.4, like, it's going to hit so much different for you having played Final Fantasy IV. And that's that's why I've, like, held off playing 14, is because I want to, um, you know, experience everything as a whole. Because, obviously, like, the beginning was okay, because I've known, like, the four fiends are iconic. That theme is iconic. Yeah. Um. So you know but now getting to the end of the game i'm feeling like okay this is like this is going to be important this is going to be vital to the 14 stories so i'm excited oh i'm so excited for you to get to the end of 14 and then or, or to the end of four and then uh catch up to 6.4 because wow like it's a it's it's fucking wow is all i gotta say you're in for a treat i love treat. i fucking love the new character that they introduced zero for this specific yes yeah she's so good zero is great zero is fucking great yeah do you need to get back and hang out with your family brit i do i have to go but i just want to tell you guys that i love you we love, we love you, you and too. i'm gonna see you guys in a Aww. week or yes. at least happy yeah. you i'll see two of you in a week happy early birthday although you will also get you know happy, early happy birthday birthdays on the so day yeah. if anybody here doesn't know my birthday's June 4th and Derek is June 5th. So I expect gay pride, yeah. Brit celebration, and Derek. This is really how we kick off like Pride Month is gay solidarity and birthdays. So 100%. Hell 100%. Yeah, so I love you guys. Have we a good rest of the too, podcast. And will. I can't wait to see y'all. Yeah. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye, Brit. What a treasure. What a treasure she is. <laughs> um, so, so we don't do we have, have a ton of oh, time hey, left. Oh, hey, Stormy, what's up? You Stormy. Hey! So we got about 13 minutes left. Do we, we got do just we enough time to, to talk about some highlights, I think. Yeah. Uh, the the showcase. Yeah. Real quick. Before Third we quarter start. ended, 21 points. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> CJ. <laughs> I'm, I'm really sad, guys. Come on. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, Stormy. The, the, the Waypoint news? Oh, yeah. Waypoint. Uh, Waypoint shut it down? No, no, they came back like with something. They rebranded something. I guess some uh, some of the people, like I guess, I think. Hold up. Oh, cool. I can pull it up. I think Patrick posted something about it. I mean, if, if Austin Walker ain't there, I don't know. Um, on, on the play, Jet, PlayStation Jet, showcase. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like Derek mentioned this early in the show. It wasn't quite time for the topic, but I think, like, you know, I'm not on social media. I have no idea what. I'm just now finding out people were underwhelmed. I guess with it, but. It's I feel like it's the same thing for every state of play, like just based on what I see in the discord and here around like online, every one of these kind of events, I feel like with a few exceptions, generally people are let down. So like if one out of 10 times it meets expectations and the other nine out of 10 times, it's like this wasn't what I wanted. At what point is the problem? Not the show. The problem is that. Like, you know, is like, your expectations right? Yeah, like we, we, get, we get a we get a state of play every few months, so yeah. you know by now we've had a lot of them. You know what a state of play looks like. So right, and this I mean, let's so talk. why are you expecting a state of play to not be what a state of play is? And we got we got a big look at Spider Man Two, which can be huge. Mm -hmm. Right, right. That we got our, our first look at like that game pole, since right? the like announcement. Like, yeah, easily. We got our first real look at Alan Wake Two. Right, which I mean, remedy like that should be fucking yeah. exciting. Uh, brand new Assassin's Creed, Assassin's right, Creed yeah. Mirage, going back to right. roots. We got fucking Dragon's Dogma two, right? Which I want to talk about. A, that. We're gonna talk about that shit. Um, 
we got an announcement that Grand Blue Fantasy Relink is actually fucking coming out and soon, which is a, kind of a big deal. Uh, we had what else was there? Metal Gear, Derek. Derek, Derek. Yeah, Metal, Metal Gear, Gear Solid Metal Three. Gear. Metal Fuck. Gear. No, 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 dude. Metal Gear Solid Three remake, and they're re-releasing the the uh, um a bunch of the games. I was are gonna say kidding? like I'm actually yeah. the, the ports are the bigger news because the three yeah. remake like that news broke years ago. Bungie's doing like, a new marathon or a reboot I, of I'm marathon. Like there was the plenty of big collection. shit. Mm-hmm. Volume one. Then I am the remake. Does that mean we're getting four? I was going to say, honestly, this is not going to be popular. They should have remade four instead of three because three is coming with those ports this fall and the subsistence version of three largely modernized the camera and controls. Yes. Four is literally unportable. Four is so so heavily coded to the cell processor architecture. You cannot really get that running on another system short of brute forcing emulation or completely rewriting it well but so, three also is a is clearly a blue point style remake right it's not yeah. a from it's the ground gonna be up good. thing That's so gonna be good so sure. it's a thing it that that is more achievable for them than probably yeah, a just ground like if up I had remake to choose between you know ports of the first three and then a remake of four all available on ps5 three or is- Three is also the one that everyone loves without I get why they though. did it. Yeah. I, I get why they did it, yeah. but we could have had all four games on modern systems. Did they so announce it, it, is this using the Fox engine? I'm so sorry for interrupting. Did no, they, it's they they haven't announced anything like that. The expectation at this point is that the three remake is more of a blue point style remake. This is not gonna be like a ground up remake. The, uh, it's, which so makes it's, sense because they're reusing the voice lines, like yeah, you know things yeah. like the last. Was but the thing is, a lot of here. the thing is, a lot of the Japanese voice actors have died, and one of the uh, the what is it? The American voice actress for Ava uh, worked under a pseudonym and then disappeared and has never been identified. Correct. So yeah. like they'd never be able to find. So like if you want the original cast, they're gonna go back to the original recordings, right? Uh. Uh, but anyway, point is, there's a lot of good stuff in this showcase, and I think what people did is people get so hyped about, like, they, they, they get in their head that, like, we're going to see Bloodborne 2 and Final Fantasy 7, and we're going to... Bloodborne gonna... is dead, folks. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not it's And not somebody happening. is, and the, and the screen is literally going to give me a blowjob, and, like, the, no, The, the real news, Derek, the real yeah. news for me is that that fucking weird remote play handheld is real. Oh, Fuck that yeah. thing sucks shit. Fuck no, no, that. No. Dude, we have never been so like back before. We're back. Sony invented Sony the Wii U. Has, yes. the Wii U. Let's fucking go. Sony's All arrived at pl- Wii U, but worse, and no, no, a no. decade later. I want to see the console war guys defend this shit so badly. They will. So fucking they will. badly. Like, I make oh fun my. of it, but I'll probably buy one. I'm I was going to say it. Me it depends too. on the price point. Um, I was playing the Pixel Remasters actually on my iPad with Remote Play, and it was a really good experience. But like, I'm not going to pay three hundred dollars for this thing because I can no. just play it on my iPad. But like, I don't know if it's reasonably if it priced. Better, I'd consider it if if it works like you know what I'm saying. If it works as well as the Vita did with Remote Play, yeah. it, it it'll be great. It'll I think it'll be. I mean, it's only going to work over. Play, I want to play now, Final could... Fantasy 14 in bed, but this is probably going to be cheaper than a Steam Deck. So well, so so here's the thing though. The Steam so Final Fantasy 14 is not broken on Steam Deck. It won't play anymore. Oh no. um, 
so like and that's really what i was using my steam deck for so that thing is useless to me now um cj what if they what if you could get emulation running on this thing well, you won't my, you won't my, be able to there's not going to be any storage on this which, thing why would oh, it be yeah. it's a remote play device oh okay it just yeah. why would you ever put any storage on it they won't have that an stinks. sd card port it'll have exactly as much storage as it needs to run the operating run system the, yeah. and mm-hmm. a little overhead it's not gonna and be whatever something. whatever updates they need whatever that's fine if it's good it's not like i'm i'm just happy it's not cloud bullshit i'm happy it's mm-hmm. remote play because at least then it'll just it'll run off whatever's installed on your playstation people are yeah. bummed about that i don't know sony's not gonna drop a bunch of r&d on a new handheld i'm sorry they can't no, compete with Nintendo. no instead I, they made a fucking 250 dollar handheld that only measure. streams oh, over wi-fi <laughs> and has a and has a one hour battery life. Like. I mean, look, man. If it's like, like, look, it's probably for someone like uh, like me, right? Who I love mm-hmm. my Switch to death, um, but I want to play games that look and run better. If I can get that, you you could just it, say you want to play good games, CJ. It's okay. Yes, bug, <laughs> bug Zelda. Are you kidding? I I put a Kirby game as my game of the year. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, well, there's what that. Are you talking about? Mm. What are you talking about? I was going to say, like, there Jesus. are no good plays. The PlayStation has no games. They're all PC, uh, Jeff. Are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, that's that's my thing, right? If we can get at least like a weird half measure, but a good one, I'm fine. Like, I'm fine mm. with whatever sacrifices have to be made for this look, bullshit. Look, man, fuck this handheld. There's two actual pieces of news that matter. One. I got to cover Snake Eater now. I was hoping you would say that. I'm fucking miserable about this. Now, here's the thing. That's not going to get done anytime super soon. Charity stream. I need time to record this uh, because if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. No, John, I'm going to I'm going to record a cover. That's not the same as me doing fucking cheap karaoke. Okay, no, I like this better, actually. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to actually do like five or six passes and edit this together. So I need you to do it. So once the either the the remake or the ports come out, I can just sync it so I can listen to the theme song as (laughs) the intro plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can do that. Maybe you can make (laughs) other bets so you can cover Heaven's Divide. That's not going to happen. I'm done. No, no, I'm no, clearly dude. done making these fucking bets because I was not expecting <laughs> to have to come through on this one. You got um, to heavens divide or what the what the, the the one from uh from Phantom Pit. You got to you got to no, complete it all. You got to calling to the night, please. Calling to the night. <laughs> <laughs> calling to the night, man. Um, but no, Derek, the other piece of news. Feed on a tree frog. Maybe one day I'll crawl through the rain. Um, <laughs> here's what's really here's what the real news is the biggest piece of fucking news to come out of this Dragon's Dogma 2 motherfuckers eh. yo I said we were gonna see this game this summer and we sure the fuck did and you wanna Adam know what it looks dragging like their feet through the mud to make this shit yeah yeah it but you know what it looks incredible. like it looks like fucking Dragon's Dogma unmired by the limitations right it got money <laughs> so- and it got power behind it. I didn't it. see the trailer. Yeah. I didn't watch the showcase. So like like it, it, does it look that great? It looks does like Dragon Star like summoning yeah. meteors down to like I never played it. the yeah. first one. I own it. I never played oh. it. Well so you need to first off. It's so your shit because it's kind of a weird janky super compelling it's super fucking compelling but it's like the best it's a six, six out of ten game. It's a six out of ten game but then you beat it and you realize it's the most galaxy brain shit you've ever played. Oh like three yeah so um but dragon's dogma 2 
looks like they're not trying to reinvent shit. It looks like Dragon's Dogma, but bigger and prettier. And with like, they were showing off some real cool environmental interaction stuff mm-hmm. where, you know, they were like the fucking uh, Cyclops pounding the ground and, and like fucking up the bridge, you know, in real time. Um, and yeah, Dragon's Dogma really, it was all about the emergent gameplay shit, right? It was all about how ridiculous like the magic was and, and the weird ways that the environment, like in a lot of ways, Dragon's Dogma was all the cool shit about like Breath of the Wild and then Elden Ring way before those oh. games. Yes, because it's all about these weird, like emergent gameplay moments. Oh. Um and its story is this like weird, compelling, ridiculous thing that's all in the background until you get it all at once. And it's all about letting you explore the game and figure it out instead of putting a bunch of check boxes on a map and saying, go fucking do, you know, collect eight eagle feathers in, in right. this region. Um, so, yeah, first off, I, I cannot shill Dragon's Dogma, the original, enough. Like, it's cheap. Buy yeah, have it, you played it on it. Switch? Is it good? Is it good yeah, for me it to play it on that console? On Switch. Or should I, should I, I buy actually, it on PS5? Actually, I would play it on Switch over another console yeah, yeah. because, like, visually, it was yeah, never it's a, a game. Yeah, it's, a it's not game. compromised at all on Switch. It well, runs right, great. What I was going to say its visual flaws will actually be minimized in docked or right, in, right. In, in, in handheld mode. Yeah, so, okay. but yeah, yeah Dragon. Okay. Dragon's Dogma fucking game. rips. Dra- like, here's the thing. Austin Walker uh, was on Twitter recently saying that Dragon's Dogma is, like, the most Austin Walker game he's played in ages. And, like, that should tell you everything if you're a fucking th- that kind of person. Um, but, yeah, okay. Dragon's Dogma 2, Me. absolutely sick. Metal Gear Solid 3 Remake looks absolutely sick. Um, somebody cares about Marathon. I'm not the right person for that, though. I don't. I, I, no one I cared about it when is. they found no. out it was no. just like a tower or like a horde defend or like multi. That's the thing. Like, I can acknowledge that that's cool, but say it's not for me, right? Like Assassin's yeah, right. Creed Mirage looks cool. It's not for oh, me. Oh my god, guys! I'm so excited for Assassin's Creed. Yeah. So like, as someone, everybody. Like, oh, sorry. I was gonna say everybody who ever wanted to play Splatoon but didn't want to buy a Switch, like <laughs> you have fucking foam stars now, I guess. Um, you know, so he does, but Nintendo. Alan Wake I, I, Two looks sick. Like I'm a little more, I'm, I'm a little more muted on the showcase um, than you guys. I think like there were some cool, there were some cool reveals, there were some cool announcements. The problem for me is that a ton of these cool reveals and announcements were CGI trailers. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, and it, like, like we, I mean, Metal Gear Solid Three was literally a swamp, and then it, like panned in on Snake, and 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 that was it. It's um, one of those things, though, where like, like they know that they can get away with just showing like CG because I think it's what everyone sure. wanted. I'm like for more sure. okay with CG trailers for known properties because, like, most of us, you know what Metal Gear Solid Three is, so you can kind of like imagine. Also, we got screenshots almost immediately, so like, oh, I didn't we know did. we had those. I'll have to look those yeah, up. Yeah, but, like, a did. CG trailer for a new IP, I'm like, what? What does that mean? Yeah, was, like when yeah. Redfall was announced, I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is this? <laughs> right? Like, like uh, I don't know. Like, I um. Spider-Man, I don't know, like, I know that I should be, be happier with it than I am, um, but I'm just, and I can't even really put my finger on why, now, I I want to be clear, like, there's been a lot of doomsday talk about, like, oh, this was the worst, Uh, the fucking presentation, I'm like, no, come on, guys, like, let's, let's not fucking fall into hyperbole here, but, go ahead, I think, I I was gonna say, like, I think you're kind of valid, because you're, obviously, we know you're not, like the person like tweeting at Sony, like you guys fucking suck. Yeah. Right. Like, I think there's a bit of validity, like, and it's not, again, it's just like being realistic. Like 
Sony's had a good run the last few years, but a lot of their major studios are tapped out. Naughty Dog is a while away from releasing a new game. Yep. Polyphony's a long time away from releasing another Gran Turismo. Oh. Um, like, you know, uh, I'm like blanking all their other, but like basically Sucker half of those first to, party yeah. studios just released a game in the last year or two. The other ones like, you know, Bend had a, I think even after Days Gone, they already had something kind of canceled. They had it struggling to get going. Like, it's just they had a really good 2019 to 2022, and now they have they're in that cycle where they yeah. got to hit reset. And it's gorillas do it. Gorillas gorilla just finished Horizon. Yeah, another right. one, right? So like it's just and that's you know that's just the nature of it. Like either you've got like you know one game every year and you keep it going, but Sony quite often you know this happened like end of the PS3 era. They had like God of War uh, Ascension, The Last of Us um like you know they supported that console at the end but at the beginning of ps4 they had to really lean on indie games and third-party stuff until this middle kind of kicked in again and that's so i think it's valid to be like you know to me it doesn't really matter because like i don't really care who publishes a game like a game's a game but you know for people that really like the kind of experiences that sony makes and those type of games yeah like it's uh i think it's valid to like watch that and not really get what you were wanting out of it yeah so it's it's you know i think a, like objectively this is a pretty solid showcase with some really solid indie announcements and some pretty big like bigger announcements too mm -hmm. um but like people have got to be aware enough to know the difference between these things are not for me and these things are bad announcements marathon's so not for me but it's probably gonna be big it's a new Bungie it's a good game. announcement the art is yeah. great it's from Bungie. like right. you know they're gonna make a good shooter I don't right. give a shit about Assassin's Creed anymore. I haven't in, in so long, but Assassin's Creed Mirage is going to be a big deal to some folks. You know, it'll, it'll gonna make, be, even outside of like Twitter, like that. That's yeah, just it's going to sell stupid well. Right. You know, it's been oh. a few years since the last Assassin's Creed, right? Well, Meanwhile, and it's been and it's been what like a decade since the last like true to form. Style, Assassin's yeah, true to form. You yeah, know, where stealth, it's like, like yeah, open world stealth the, game as opposed yeah, there's to RPG. A, there's a fifteen. It, it's a fifteen hour game, and it's it's completely stealth. Like, My, yeah. if I can make a quick point about Sony's whole thing, and I think this is like a thing with every showcase. Um, to me, they always feel safe, right? Because they can kind of lean on like the same like five games or the same five series. We already knew about Spider Man, right? We already yeah. knew about we already knew about um metal gear via leaks we already knew about um street fighter six like they showed street fighter stuff there too they showed all this yeah. stuff and i feel like every single showcase kind of feel falls in that cycle yeah. jeff to your Resident point for vr we already knew right about. Yeah. so to your point jeff it make yeah like they 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 have nothing to lean on but at the same time they're still kind of leaning on like how many more times can we see spider-man this year until until release, right. until yeah, release, right? To be, you know? to be fair with Spider Man, this is the first time we've seen it since they announced. But we knew it, about so. it, right? Yeah, sure. The same thing happened with Ragnarok. We saw some gameplay of Ragnarok after we like we 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 had like this big hype. But for yeah, you're right. We're gonna see Spider Man like five more so, times before release it, for sure. So yeah, my 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 whole thing, and that's just Sony's whole playbook. They they'll they always play it incredibly safe. They're not like Nintendo who will take the fucking new one two Switch game got announced today. Was anyone fucking expecting that? No, exactly. <laughs> Right, you know what I'm saying? We we never knew about that. We we they, literally have no idea what Nintendo's doing other than Pikmin, and that's so that, what August. No, so once like, you switch, once you switch is the second game of the year nominated that, for them. I promise yeah. you. <laughs> CJ is oh. challenging Sony to shadow drop Knack three tomorrow. Yeah. It just I, it's just is, hard. Is and Sony I think release a good game challenge. I will say this right here is like this 100% boils down to fucking David Jaffe got his ass in the headlines yelling about Bloodborne remake PC sequel <laughs> shit like Fuck oh yeah I definitely heard this shit and like 
the the thing is like nobody like I had normies right like I had regular ass offline folks asking me like yo is this like is Bloodborne getting remade guys I'm relevant I promise it with Bloodborne I was like the guy who said that knows nothing he's an asshole. He may, we, we can't trust him. He's an <laughs> asshole and nobody talks to him, right? Like, but the problem is that that spreads around. It just takes like one burnt out asshole or one like fake insider person spreading some rumors for everybody to get their hopes like up that, oh my God, we're going to see, you know, fucking this thing. And then when the one thing that you had your hopes set on that was rumored because of some insider doesn't show up none of the rest of the cool shit matters to you, right? So the two things I guess I would impart upon people to like wrap this up is if you're somebody who saw this PlayStation showcase and would just like really think this is bad, not this stuff wasn't for me, like John is saying, but like this is a bad showing. One, learn that your personal tastes are not objective, right? That that there can be a big showcase that just doesn't have a lot that speaks to you personally, and that's okay. But also, two, that you gotta stop paying attention to fucking rumors that hardcore. Because you're always gonna hear rumors. There's always gonna be some insider motherfucker. There's always gonna be a David Jaffe saying they heard some shit. And, like, that's cool to play with. The speculation's cool to, like, hear about and take half seriously. But if you take it more than half seriously, you are setting yourself up for anger and disappointment about a thing that was never real. And that's emotionally unhealthy for you. Touch grass. I agree. I that's agree. what I got. Well, we are, uh, we are almost 10 minutes over. Uh, so we'll, we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. Derek, do we have a show next week? Like, are we doing a show next week? Like, what's the deal? Like we won't be flying out yet. I don't see why not. Yeah, I don't see why not. Um, so, uh, so guys, next week is a very exciting week for us. Of course, we will be headed out um as so again for yeah if industry, it, if industry friends are going to be in la for like summer games fest we won't be at summer games fest but friday to sunday we'll be there for uh you know in advance of the final fantasy 16 launch party and that's certainly not going to take up all of sunday either so right. you know we'll, um, we'll hopefully get to link up with some cool folks this but, is um, this is one of the biggest things that's happened to us being invited as vips to this thing so we're we're extremely excited about this um it's a huge opportunity we're gonna be uh i can't believe it. i'm gonna be playing final fantasy 16 next weekend like holy shit um i'm so excited uh guys uh thank you so much everyone for tuning in tonight we really appreciate it um if nobody has anything else remember guys happy pride month everybody you are valid uh you know your 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 love is valid you are valid uh and we're gonna fucking no make it brothers and sisters Nothing any shithead right winger says can change that. Just remember, folks. Just remember, I'm gay. Good night. <laughs>